0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fitz and Chip podcast, where we'll be talking all things Orlando theme park. I'm Hi. your host, Chip. And I'm Fitz. And today we are talking, yet
1: again, Halloween Horror Nights. To the shock of some people, probably, but considering it, we haven't put on many podcasts, it's like, oh, wow, it's a lot of Horror Nights talk. All right. Now,
0: to be clear, this is going to be an Orlando theme park podcast talking about all parks. Um, however, it is Halloween Horror Nights season. Kind of just have to strike while the iron is hot. And yesterday, at the time of recording, Universal Orlando released all information, all 10 houses, all five scare zones. Everything you would want to know about this year's Halloween Horror Nights event, we now know. So we have to talk about it.
1: Yeah, uh, this was a shock. We had planned on potentially recording something later in the week for one house announcement that was supposed to be dropped Sunday Which we now assume is just for the california park like hey we'll talk about that and do some speculation and now we have to we have no speculation yeah there's uh, the the speculation season is over and now anticipation season has
0: started so we're going to go through these we're going to start with the houses and then we'll talk scare zones and we're going to talk about how some of the stuff all ties together for one cohesive theme for the event which personally i love idea of that i like us being told a story from start to finish entering the park to leaving at 2 a.m and this year is going to kind of do that so i guess we should just jump right in a lot to cover here so let's talk about some stuff that
1: we've already known uh first of all we're going to start with stranger things uh season four specifically and for the viewers at home i have officially started watching stranger things as of recording this i have watched all of season one it was good i look forward to finishing two three and four by the time we get down there to actually understand what this is about this time
0: yeah I, we don't want to I don't talk too too much um, I don't want to give any spoilers for the season um, there's probably a lot of people playing catch up if they're going to this event and they're excited and haven't watched Stranger Things yet so we'll just I'll just want to say there are some I love the first season of Stranger Things I don't love the second and third season the fourth season kind of brought it back for me and I remember watching the fourth season with my wife and her and I kept saying to each other wouldn't this make a great house. There are so many iconic moments, so many actual horror themes in the fourth season. Very excited about this one.
1: The last time we went through Stranger Things house, I had no idea what was going on. So, ah, that's right. You've already been through Stranger Things house. I, the, I never you, have. You didn't go for, tell me your Ghostbusters? You didn't nope. go for it?
0: The only house I did that year was Ghostbusters. My first year at Horror Nights. So this is a first for me. Oh, okay. So the next IP house um, they announced is Exorcist Believer. Uh, this is based on the new Blumhouse Exorcist Believer movie coming out. Why don't we read the description right
1: from Universe? Yeah, I got that. Exorcist Believer, and evil reawakened. Two missing girls have been found with no memory of what happened to them, but wherever they went, the ultimate evil has returned with them. Enter the most terrifying scenes from the new Blumhouse film, which this film is releasing after Horror Nights has started. October 13th, I believe, so quite a, quite a ways into Horror Nights' So I will once again continue my tradition of walking through a Blumhouse film house without seeing the movie, and that makes me happy. I personally,
0: so I'll be frank, I don't love this. I don't like that I can't see uh, the movie before I walk through the house. I'm sure it'll still be fun. Every house, I have fun in every
1: house. But yeah, it's just going to be, it'll be interesting. It's like, how do you... Do that without showing what your entire... Like, I mean, clearly it's not going to be every scene in the movie. But, like, you should see some resolution, maybe, yeah, of you the would,
0: film? you would think the most interesting parts um, to make sure you set scenes in, in a, in a haunted house like this, would be kind of climactic moments, right? I'm at a loss at that one, but... So look, so I'm going to go through it. Of course, I'm going to go through every house as many times as I can. In the eight nights I'm going, I
1: believe... And I'm sure I'm going to have a blast going through it. But
0: yeah, not, not, I could be more excited. That's all.
1: But, uh. And then up next would be The Last of Us, which we have talked about before. Uh, they did confirm, though, that it will be set in abandoned Pittsburgh. So that is good to know for people who played the game. You will have some idea what to expect.
0: Yeah, it'll be the Pittsburgh section. And, uh, for those of you who don't play video games or aren't interested, um, although this property, this house is based on the Naughty Dog video game specifically. If you watch the HBO series, I think you'll get enough from that that you could enjoy this house and understand what's going on for sure. I recommend playing the game if you're into that because it's fantastic, one of my favorite games of all time. But if it's not your thing, I would watch the HBO series
1: and it'll set you up for for going through this house for sure. The next one um, that was previously announced but got more details on was Chucky, now called Chucky Ultimate Kill Count. And it says, Chucky's back for even more carnage. Chucky, the serial killer doll, is back for an all-new gore fest. He hijacked his own haunted house with all kinds of bloody hijinks. You and your friends must try to survive his ultimate kill count. So, based on the new information we've got about
0: about this house, for me personally, it has gone from a house that I was, meh, a little excited because Chucky's a classic, to really excited uh, at the angle they're taking on this one. Originally, it was supposed to be based on the TV show, and I think we'll still see some element of that, but... They've changed the theming here from the original announcement from last year. Now, it seems like a Chucky is fully self-aware in our world. He knew, he understands that Halloween Horror Nights was putting on a house based on him. He went to go check it out. And from what I hear, uh, he is pretty bummed out that they weren't actually killing anybody. It was all scare actors and practical effects. And he was like, no, 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 you have to kill people in my house. So he takes over the house and starts killing everybody involved. With that take, the house sounds so fun to me now.
1: Best case scenario for this house. I'm with you. I went from this house. I'm like, I'm not going to care about this because it's going to be a doll killing people to now it's, it is going to be a doll killing people. It just sounds awesome as how it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, Chucky has always been snarky
0: dropping one liners. And in my, what I, what I'm hoping for, and this is just, you know, my conjecture, my wildest dreams. I want Chucky cracking Halloween Horror Night-specific jokes. I want him on the way out to tell us to tip our bartenders and try the pizza fries. I want that kind of humor, personally. Um, I don't know what we'll get, but I, this
1: house has moved up on my list of anticipation based on this new theme. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, up next we have Universal Monsters Unmasked, Four Universal Monsters, One New Nightmare descend into the Paris catacombs where you and your squad will now face a new horde of monsters Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde the Phantom of the Opera the Hunchback of Notre Dame and Invisible Man this sounds great couldn't be more excited for this house
0: I love the Monsters houses every year and this one sounds like personally the coolest lineup we've had yet I love the B team and I mean Phantom of the Opera specifically is kind of my is my favorite so as soon as he was involved I was
1: on board uh, this one sounds awesome Dr Jekyll and mr Hyde is just he's a fantastic character so to, to that I hope it's like he's leading us through it and he flips into Mr Hyde going like he's kind of our guide that's my hope oh, uh, that'd be cool that would be interesting. Invisible man
0: I'm excited for in in a way that I would love for there to be you know a section where it's kind of his time to shine and you walk through. Maybe a room and it looks like the room is empty and there are practical effects like spring loaded and things, you know, mechanisms where stuff starts moving around the room by itself and it's you know, believe it's the invisible man. I think that would be a really cool take on this. It's a cool um, way to do jump scares without actually having to have actors being a part of it. Yeah, you could so just, just pump like, in traps. Yeah, you could pump in the audio of him yelling and stuff and having stuff move around the room by itself. Also, it sounds like from what I'm hearing also, you will be involved in, in, in some yeah, it says right here the Paris catacombs but i'm hearing that towards the end of the house you will make your way to the surface level and might even find your way into a famous opera house oh my god that'd be so um, nice. that's what i'm hearing uh so i like that it almost seems slipped on its head i would you would think normally you would start above ground and move your way down this sounds like they're doing the opposite so i think that's really really cool all right uh, our next original house um is dueling dragons choose thy fate no matter who you choose you lose Two warlocks of great power were turned into dragons after trying to take merlin's spellbook. now you and your friends are
1: caught in their epic battle you must choose a path and a victor i am so excited for this house doing dragons was a great coaster it was one of the first like real co- i don't want to say first real coaster i went on because i did like rocky point and i've done six flags but like that was epic to go do back in the day at universal just doing both sides. Like getting off one and doing the other side and actually having them intertwine. I'm also a huge fan of dragons. So the fact that there is a haunted house involving dragons. Did
0: you have a, a favorite side or did, would you be the kind of person who just literally would do one after the other every it's time? It's been so long I couldn't tell you. Yeah, same unfortunately. I, I would always. Whenever I did, I would never just do... I would always ride them back to back. I always do both. Although I will say, I mean, I don't think... I don't think I've ever wrote it when it was Doing Dragons. I think it was the Harry Potter tie in every time I wrote it. It's the sa-
1: same coaster, but the theming was Ooh, yeah, different. I did it as Doing Dragons one time years ago before they became the Harry Potter section. Like the first time it went down when we were kids. And then years later, when it was part of Harry Potter, I did it. Yeah. Which, and correct me if I'm wrong, that ride is part of the reason universal doesn't allow people to have anything in their pockets anymore correct there was an
0: accident um somebody did get injured yeah so that, that is part of that reason which you know uh not to make too light of a subject like that but uh perfect fit for horror nights this this,
1: this house is gonna be awesome
0: yeah I, i'm i'm excited i love that universal is such a rich lore heavy company at this point that they can just lean into their own lore to to to, to do a house i just think it's so cool at this point it is called choose thy fate again what i'm hearing i don't want to spoil anything in case anyone wants to go into that house blind at some point in the house uh you will have to choose something and it'll change the
1: house for you and i think that's really cool we don't often see stuff like that yeah because last year it was just one of the monsters one but you didn't get you had no say in right it, what you, you were doing right this
0: is actually you i believe you actually it sounds like you're actually gonna have to make a choice at some point in the house that will affect something for you
1: i think that's really cool which is just another reason to go in it more than one time.
0: Absolutely. Our next next original house, um, I'm really excited for this one, is called Yeti Campground Kills. Yeti or not, here they come. I love that. God, I, love, I love. You and your puns. friends are about to venture into a 1950s campground overrun by huge, menacing yetis who rip apart anyone who gets in their way. You must flee to the ranger tower to escape.
1: I did not realize it meant there was going to be more than one. I thought it was just going to be our uh, Bigfoot just running muck. Now, to know there's multiple? Multiple. So, this is uh,
0: a recurring theme at this point. Real quick backstory here. Years ago, there was a house at Horror Nights called Slaughter Cinema. And the idea of that house was a, was a little, it was almost like a mashup, a little Viginette. Viginettes? I don't know how to say that word. Small vignettes? Vignettes. There it is. It's only because I've watched a ton of wrestling and they would be like, oh, backstage vignettes. Vignettes, that's correct. Um, so anyway, that, that house had a bunch of small uh, trailers, basically, you walk through for different B movies. Um, one of them was uh, a Yeti house, it was, it was a Yeti movie, and that spawned a house a few years ago called Yeti Terror of the Yukon. Uh, it was actually the year that Ghostbusters was there. Oh, okay. Um, which I, I wanted to do that house, but we ne- never got to it. Now we're revisiting that theme again with Yeti Campground Kills. This is going to be uh, him attacking a campground. I believe it's set in the Rocky Mountains. I don't know, a big puppet house with big Yeti just uh, ripping apart campsites. It sounds like a blast. sounds like a very fun house. I hope they do, you know, woods theming and stuff like that to, to, to mix things up because usually you're walking through streets and things like that for Horror night. So walking through the woods sounds awesome. Getting attacked by a Yeti.
1: Multiple Yeti. Uh, considering there is a seven-year-old girl named Aubrey... Who loves Bigfoot the fact that I'm going to be able to bring her back Horror Nights merch involving a Bigfoot makes me very happy yeah and
0: you know eventually she'll be going with you guys at some point oh, but God. this will be her first little taste getting some merch back from that's, this event so that's, that's cool. the dream isn't it oh yeah all right uh next original house we have is uh the darkest deal fame is fleeting fear is forever Blues musician Pinestraw Spruce will have to face the music after meeting with the collector and trading his soul for musical glory. You and your squad learn the terrible price of fame. So this house is supposed to be um, a traditional uh, sell your soul for fame. And I'm pretty excited about this one. Um, I know that the sound design is supposed to be really, really cool from what I hear. A lot of blues um, music tracks through the house kind of set the tone. I believe it's set in a Louisiana type aesthetic, um uh, which is really cool for something like this. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say about this. Um it's interesting that, the, that there's a character that they're calling the collector, cuz usually, you know, it's, it's it's this is the the devil went down to Georgia kind of vibe. But it's like they want they want, think they want to stay away from that kind of nomenclature. So they got this character called the collector.
1: Is this a new character or has this been
0: in <laughs> Nights lore before? I want to say it's something new. I believe there are there's something called body collectors in the lore but don't quote me on that i'm a little fuzzy on that one i think this might be an original idea but you know loosely based on a a traditional story um i think this one should be really cool i love the sound design of houses i always say that and i think this one is going to be really really cool with the music soundtrack uh making this house awesome
1: yeah i always uh enjoyed stories about like deals with the devil and what happens when you sign that contract yeah and i think that's your
0: soul for something i think that's the idea we kind of get to see uh, the journey the full journey from fame to the downfall um the price that is paid for this kind of thing i think that'll be really cool from a storytelling uh, point of view and uh our last uh second to last house is called blood moon dark offerings in a colonial era village moon worshiping moon worshippers, excuse me witness a blood moon at their fall festival they take it as a sign to hunt down any non-followers Including you and your Scream Squad.
1: Let's go. Really excited. This fits in with the last year. My favorite house was a New England themed one. I don't think this is going to be my favorite house this year. There's quite a few contenders on what we're going to walk out with as uh, favorites, which is ironic because I thought Last Fest was going to take it away. And then the rumors of some of the other stuff, and I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Um, this will be a fun conversation to have after we get back. I know. Nights. I know.
0: This one excites me. When um, we looked at speculation maps, there was, there was, it was a lot of people thought this would be like a coven witch house. And I always thought from the little, an image I saw on a speculation map that it looked more culty. I was really hoping it was. I just thought that was more interesting. I'm really happy. That is what it is. It, it's going to be a, a cult type setting. Oh, I just think that's, that's creepier. It's, that's like more real and, and, I'm more scared of things that are potentially real than supernatural things just the way my brain works so seeing something like oh a cultist starts killing people like that actually is scary to me Uh, I think it's really really cool this is another
1: one of those the sets for this could be really amazing like actually walking in and seeing a blood moon hanging in the air yes that is
0: I'm hoping that is the centerpiece and you know I I don't know where this house is going to be set, but if they had designed this in the way where no matter where you look up, you can see the blood moon because it's so high above the set, that would be so cool. What do you think about that? I mean, the way they do some of these, if you look up, if you if, if you take yourself out of the moment and you look up in, at some houses, you can kind of see the ceilings and stuff like that. It'd be really cool if they could figure out how to do an effect like that. Like just blood moon... Constantly risen in the sky I, mean, I, I know we'll see it at least in, in the, maybe the entrance maybe the facade this year will be a huge blood moon overlooking a town that'll be the entrance maybe
1: i don't know i'm sure there'll be red lighting throughout the house it's yeah i'm excited now not to take too much of a detour last year's memory it's only the houses in the back with the tents that they had like facade outside for right because i can't remember halloween and the ones over there did not have anything outside so the, the correct the way they tend to do
0: it the two parade buildings in the back um at last last episode I actually i called them um studio no not studios anyway to my recollection the the houses in uh in the back uh towards the kid zone those are the parade buildings those usually just have a piece of art printed on the front of them that's how they tend to do those tents will get a facade and oftentimes in the other the sound studios, those will often have a facade on the, so you walk into the house with no, there'll be no facade, but right when you walk in the front entrance, the front room is a big facade that then leads you into the house. That's how they tend oh, so to do it. so that's
1: what, uh, Halloween like, ha- and- Halloween, yeah, the house, you like know. Where The weekend had his stage stuff outside and Monsters had like the little archaeological stuff outside. Right, that- well, that was on the... When you walk in, that that was the right. Well, they the did have thing. it projected on the side and they had like a few things going on in the side of the building, like a video that was going. Right. Stuff like that. But when you walk but, in that house, yeah. Bugs and descendants both had like yep. pops outside.
0: Yep. So that's how they tend to... So I'm hoping that the facade, however they do it, will be could be the blood moon. That could be really oh, cool. I kind of here. hope Last of Us is down there then to see some of that. You like, know, the front entrance
1: is going to... Be, however they do it, it's going to be awesome for sure. Our last house on this list... They were all announced together, but we purposely saved this one for last to lead into the Scare Zones is Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. Your soul is a price he's willing to pay. You will not be able to resist going aside Dr. Oddfellow's menacing menagerie of twisted oddities. But the price for you and your friends is steep. The cost of your souls to feed his immortal power. So this is super exciting as a lore nerd for Halloween Horror Nights.
0: Dr. Oddfellow is definitely an icon territory for this year. He is overseeing the whole event this year. I don't think there's any doubt that he is going to get. He's going to be considered icon status. Um, and we talked about want to talk about this house last because all the scare zones as well as this house all tie into Doctor Oddfellow's backstory.
1: Are we actually going to see him? Like, is he like in the sense that like we saw Pumpkin Lord last year? Do you think you see Oddfellow anywhere other than the house? That's a good question. It's very possible we'll see him uh, in
0: one of the scare zones, specifically one of them. It might make sense. And it sounds very much like we're going to see him in the house for sure, um, from what I hear about the house. We might see him in
1: the front scare zone, which we'll talk about uh, shortly.
0: Should we do a little Odd Fellow history?
1: I would love to because I know nothing about this man.
0: Okay, so we'll do a little deep dive into Especially the Especially considering lower. how
1: important he seems to be this year where one house and five scare zones all involve him in yeah so has that w- happened before where someone is that prominent at horror nights kind of they've done it in the years past when they had
0: bloody mary um sh- she was at least a theme w- with her was involved in most of the houses Did you have to stand in front of a mirror and say her name three times i mean that was part of the marketing and all that and it was really really cool but they've kind of done this before but this seems this is a big deal here let's just dig into it so dr oddfellow let's start here jack the clown is easily the most famous halloween horror nights icon he was the first original icon he's been scaring the pants off us for years now Uh, we see him pop up all the time but dr oddfellow is tied to jack in a very um a very important way so the story goes like this jack the clown worked for dr oddfellow in his traveling circus and jack the clown was just a regular clown Uh, he was a little bit insane a little bit messed up and he had murdered a group of children as the story goes I uh, murdered about five kids I believe as the tra- the circus was traveling cops were closing in on the circus and Jack went to Dr. Oddfellow confessed what he had done and said please hide me the cops are closing in here's what I did so Dr. Oddfellow was in some hot water with the police for something happened years and years ago I'm a little fuzzy on that. It's always been a little vague what he, what the cops were looking for him for. So he didn't want the heat coming down on him for what Jack had done. So he asked Jack to show him where the bodies of the children were. Jack brought him to his dressing room, showed him there was trunks, and he had the the bodies of the children in these trunks. Apologizes, it's a little dark. And at that point, Oddfellow had Jack killed by the people in his circus, and they had Jack murdered. Jack was. Hidden alongside the children in the trunks and put on display as kind of like a carnival oddities kind of freak show, no one knowing anything involved was actual bodies. Years later, Jack was resurrected and came looking for Oddfellow. How
1: Intr- was he resurrected?
0: Was that ever explained or was it? It, it- was. It's, it, gets, it gets pretty deep. Um, but basically, the, the quick version is the circus was eventually disbanded, parts of it were sold all over the place. This group of, um, I believe it was Legendary Truth, the, fi- uh, fi- you know, the fictional uh, truth seekers from ha- Horror Nights lore, were uh, looking at, they found this giant Jack-in-the-box in one of these old sold-off auctions, and they cranked it, and out came Jack and killed the whole crew that was there filming everything. What's interesting is Jack later found Oddfellow, who should not have been alive. The time jump was like a very long time, like over 100 years, and Oddfellow was still alive, which no one ever really understood why. Jack murdered Oddfellow... He actually took his cane of souls, which is like a legendary artifact that had to do with the supernatural long life of Doctor Oddfellow, took his ringmaster's coat. We saw Jack come back one year wearing all that with a new getup. And that's so that's where that's where we it's everything we really knew about Oddfellow. He had Jack killed. Jack was resurrected, killed Oddfellow, but
1: now it appears Oddfellow is back. And is he back or are we just going through the stages of history because looking at these scare zones and the time frames up? Yeah, there, they're actually, all different That's a good point. I actually think that's more
0: accurate. I think we're more stepping back in time to go through the history of Dr. Oddfellow. Maybe we'll learn more in the event and in the houses. Yeah, so Oddfellow has his own house, and from what I understand, we're going to see the origin of his supernatural life and even play a part in it. So, his house.
1: Do we see Jack's remains?
0: I don't want to spoil anything. If you're a Jack fan, I think you should keep your eyes open in the house. Okay. It might be a cute nod. It might be more in-your-face we'll see but if
1: you're a jack fan you're going to want to go through this house all right uh we will start with dr oddfellow's collection of horror as the first scare zone which should be the one when you walk in up the main strip correct now it sounds like things are
0: changing a little bit from years past this scare zone was traditionally a little further up in um what they would call production central i believe it was the main strip um which is now it is now minions land so i know Sounds like they don't want to tie that land with Horror Nights too too much, so they're actually just moving the real estate of this scare zone up further. It's going to be more like direct entrance of the park. It sounds like oh, right. So at the, right the, you're going to walk it, right. You're not going to be able to walk. You're going to walk. Area. It sounds like you're going to walk directly into the scare zone uh, of the you know the main scare zone of the icon, which I think is great. I think that's actually I,
1: especially if it the reads if it reads the way it sounds, where you're just going to see a bunch of collections of random things and great like walking through a quasi museum yeah the
0: official the official description of this scare zone is uh dr oddfellow will lure you into a halloween horror nights with a promise of immortality as he lifts the veil on all the horror to come you'll soon realize you may not even survive the night so we're gonna walk right in the park we'll might see oddfellow we'll definitely see a bunch of his cronies lurking about wouldn't be surprised if we've got chainsaws here yeah, it's okay. going to be directly at the entrance. It looks like so that's really cool. But all the scare zones do tie in. Um, we're going to go through right through this order.
1: I don't know where everything's going to be located yet. So I mean, it's there's a few of them that's probably easy. We know where Vamp Sixty Nine is, and we assume we know where the Jungle of Doom is.
0: You actually do know uh, at this point. Actually, like, no. It, I think we can probably
1: suss out where everything. Yeah, we can at this point. Yeah, looking by the time at these, recording, they are already started to put up decorations and set pieces because this is not. Room was a building thing a day, and it takes them a little while to get everything set up and ready for Horror Nights. All right, so the next zone, uh, located in the
0: Hollywood section, is Dark Zodiac. Doctor Oddfellow has entered a dark dimension to harness the power of the Zodiac and live forever. He twists the signs into malevolent beings who foretell your doom. As his star rises, yours falls. Which,
1: also sounds cool. Of seeing like, corrupted
0: Zodiacs. Yeah, around. this does sound cool. And we're starting to get this lore, the storytelling through the whole park of. This is where we learn that Oddfellow has learned immortality, the ability to live forever. It's from this dark dimension
1: of the Zodiac. So we're getting more lore told through this scare zone as well. You'll be down before me, so you'll have experienced all this, but I am making it a point this time on night one to walk through every scare zone. Absolutely, as you should. Up next uh, is Jungle of Doom Expedition Horror. In the 1920s, Dr. Oddfellow ventured deep into the darkest dungeon, performing horrific experiments on nature now as monstrous creatures are running amok and are coming for you. Uh, is jungle, not dungeon.
0: Darkest jungle. Darkest jungle. But yeah, this is going to be in Central Park. Uh, makes sense. It is the most uh, foresty of all, of, of all the scare zones. Usually
1: there's something kind of themed like that. And that's usually one of the more tighter yep. ones. So it will definitely feel more foresty when there's less path to walk
0: through. Yeah, I've already seen some of the rigging they've put up and um, a lot of it does have green coverings and stuff like that to blend it in. Once they pump the fog through this, it's going to be cool. I, I, actually, I This scares one is hit or miss every year and I think it's going to be cool this year. I'm actually kind of excited about it. Apparently, Oddfellow is doing experiments on, on beasts and man alike in this area and we're going to kind of see his twisted creations through this. Yeah, interesting. Some of these are a little loose ties, I feel like. Kind of, to the Oddfellow thing. Like, they're
1: tied fairly loosely, but I'll take it. I you think know, it's cool. How much of these scare zones are actually going to give us story and lore, do you think? I don't think you're going to get real storytelling. Like you not have someone walking up front with a bullf- horn being like, this is Dr. Oddfellow and all right. the stuff he did. Occasionally, there's there's some stage shows at the scare
0: zones. Um, specifically, in the two we haven't talked about yet, there tends to be a little bit of a stage show, a short one usually. So maybe in those stage shows, we'll get a little bit of lore. It's possible.
1: Uh, Speaking of stage shows, we get the next one up on the list. Per Universal is Vamp 69, Summer of Blood. At a 60s music festival in a small New York town, you'll jam to popular bands with fellow concertgoers until Dr. Oddfellow unleashes vicious vampires on the audience. They're out for your blood. Uh, Speaking of loose ties,
0: (laughs) this one feels... The loosest um, Because they basically Tell you a scare zone It's like a Like a Woodstock Kind of vibe Dr. Art Fellow Just lets vampires out yeah, yeah Hippie vampires It's just This one's a little You know yeah. People are excited about this Now the, the vamp Now vamp is a recurring Scare zone That has happened Over the years This is the third iteration Of a vamp scare zone
1: Now when they say New York Town Popular Do you actually Think we're gonna get Like 60s style music Playing this Or is it going to be like I think co- Like I Their think, take on Somebody's Version of a '60s song.
0: So a stage has gone up, and there are names of acts on the stage. They're all fictional bands. So I think we might just get original tracks. I don't know if we'll get actual licensed music. It's possible. It's definitely I, possible. I'm curious
1: on that because like you can have licensed music play in a park as long as it's not. I know. I I, I don't know.
0: I would like to see you know um actual licensed music. I think it's possible. I just it's a kind of a coin flip for me. I think it could, they could go either way. I think it'll be fun. It, it's this is located in the the New York section, which doesn't make sense. I it's, I
1: hope it's fun, and I hope we don't dislike it because it also means it's at the entrance of the mummy, and we'll be subjected to it quite often on this oh trip. Yeah.
0: Love to ride the mummy during horror nights. You have and to. the tribute store
1: is also going to be located
0: there. Rumors, nothing official. Looks like tribute store is going back home, back to New York which is the better location for a tribute store. I've actually heard a rumor about what the tribute store is going to be themed after. I don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it? I, don't, I Okay. I,
1: that's fine. Maybe off the record, I don't want
0: to. You people. know what? I, I'd like to find out for sure before I, I give too much. So yeah, let's do that.
1: Unless it's
0: very out in the public. Like there are things... I, I was doing some digging. Um, so this will come up to light soon if, if it's right. What's our final scare zone? Final scare zone is... Shipyard 32, Horrors Unhinged. Enter a 1940s San Francisco shipping yard full of mysterious crates and cages bearing Dr. Oddfellow's symbol. Beware, his nightmarish oddities have now escaped, spreading fear and chaos in their wake. I think this is going to be cool. This is going to be located um, down that dock area. Um, San Francisco, I think they call that area. Makes sense, because it's the docks of San Francisco. Yeah, that, that'll that be that scare zone here. Um, this is what we meant by, like, it's probably... Very easy to figure out where these scare zones to go. Right, we had a small stage show at this scare zone last year. I think there it were two fine. of them actually, and they were fine. So maybe we'll get a little bit of that. I think it would be cool. Um, I expect this you know, to be like big shipping crates kind of deal, not like um, not like ships actually anywhere, but but more like shipping crates. This would make sense because this is set in the forties, right? And in the twenties, we know that Doctor Oddfellow was doing experiments in the jungle. Um, he may have been doing them elsewhere throughout the world so and bringing those things back uh, for his carnival so this is where uh, things went wrong and they escape which is I think it's fun it's a yeah, fun it'd a nice, tie
1: it'd be a nice place to sit and grab a drink and watch the show yeah you know
0: we're going through the decades this year too so we've got Dark Zodiac is you know in a different dimension so that's interesting but then we've got something set in the 20s the 60s the 40s Oddfellow's house itself is in the 50s I believe so right,
1: I are i'm very excited to see a bunch of period pieces.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's really cool this year. Um, we're going through we're going through the timeline. We're going through the history of Doctor
1: Rodfellow. You know, I think it's really cool. Uh, I really do. There um, is uh one official show that which last year there was a two because it was the water show, which does not seem to be one this year. Correct. Um, it's just Nightmare Fuel's Revenge Dream. I didn't not see this last year. Did you watch this version? So whatever this is, I've never watched a Nightmare Fuel show, which is changing this year. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm making feel like it a that point has to happen. I I like a show. When I'm at Horror Nights, I don't like to stop. I like to just keep moving with my gang and we're having fun. Um, But this year, for sure, I want to stop and see it. I hear good things about them. I heard that last year was a little bit of rehash of the first year. So it's hard to say because if this one's a rehash of those two, I won't know the difference anyway. I've never seen them. So I'm excited for
1: it. There is uh, one thing that is not on here that we are fairly confident is happening because the evidence has been already shown at Universal, and that is Death Eaters coming as well
0: that's true they made no announcement about this there but it's not um, made an announcement but there
1: is a lot of evidence pointing that Death Eaters are coming yeah it looks like Diagon Alley will have
0: Death Eaters now I don't know if they'll run all night or it'll be timed hourly or something like that but it definitely looks they've already put said dressing up that makes sense I think like Death Identical Eaters are gonna be set there
1: dressing to the Hollywood one which is why people like oh yeah Death Eaters are are coming which great like as somebody we don't get to see that because we don't go to California yeah
0: well, you could see my Islands of Adventure uh, past couple of years. But the problem is it runs most nights and we're at Horror Nights, so we never go over to see them. Yeah. Um, now we get to do both. Well. I, I think this, this is a little bittersweet. I love that they're going to be there. But also, I used to love going into uh, Diagon Alley and just relaxing with very, very low crowds. This is definitely going to drive the crowds into Diagon Alley more. However, I think it is worth the price f- for sure.
1: Well, it also depends on like if it's, hey, like every hour right. Um, of death eaters come out do a few things and disappear for a bit like if it's more timed out versus a constant running show it's not a scare zone so
0: yeah i'm really hoping um that they're in nocturnally and it gets spookier in nocturnally and they're more aggressive in there i think that would be really cool that's where they should be ready to scare you it's very dark in there as is so if death eaters are in there i think that would be i mean borgen and burks is in there for crying out loud right i mean death eaters have to be in there would be so cool. He's a creepy, creepy bloke. It's a creepy shop. Yep. So I guess we don't know anything about the food offerings yet. We know that they're doing a special event before the event starts for a separate ticket a ticketed event where you can pay to go try a sampling of the foods. Um, we will not be doing that. We will not be there until um, the event starts, unfortunately. Otherwise, this is something I would definitely do. It's very expensive, I will say, this event. But it's something that my wife and I looked at. and We said, yeah, we'd probably do that if we were there. But... No such luck. So um, maybe we'll do a little mini quick bite episode once we see what some of this food is just because I get really excited about food. Yeah, I mean, we are both foodies. Absolutely. So that's kind of our overview of... Oh, the only other thing, very minor, but there will be a photo opportunity at every of the Universal Hotels, it looks like. Um, my guess would be there's going to be um, one of the mannequins of one of the classic monsters that they put in the, in the stores at every hotel for a photo op. But uh, Cabana Bay is getting a special Chucky exhibit. They do this at Cabana Bay every year at this point. They, do, they pick one of the properties and there's a special photo op and a little experience you can go do. We might go check this out. We're staying at Aventura and Sapphire Falls when we stay. So this is close. So we might pop over there and take a look. Um, I,
1: don't, I don't remember where I'm staying.
0: You're staying at Sapphire Falls. Okay. Yeah, I'm jealous. I love Sapphire Falls. You're also staying there. I'm staying there opening weekend. And then the next... Time I go Which is a week later Those eight nights I'm staying at Aventura But I, I split my time I, I sleep in Aventura But I spend a lot of time At Sapphire Falls I, I, lo- I love it over there There's also themed drinks At all the hotels Yep Which we'll probably check out I would say I I don't want to make it a point Not, We'll check out all of them We'll check out some We'll definitely post About uh, on our socials That stuff that, That'd be a great opportunity yeah, We're
1: gonna have lots of Social content posts are down there And then probably Saving some for later Because we are going to, We do plan on coming back After both of us Have gone down And having a HHN recap, lots of impressions. Oh, it's going to be tough to talk about all the things we loved and how much we loved
0: it, knowing that it's running for another six weeks and I won't be back for any of it. It's going to kill me.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if... Yeah, I'm uh, absolutely not going to be surprised when you tell me you're going down again in October. If I book a long weekend in October, just to check it out one last time. Knowing what we know, which is now all 10 houses, five skate zones. Yes. What are you most excited for? what are you least excited for? All right, are we doing one most excited and one least excited? Do a couple, and then just for the sake of it, what do you think is gonna surprise you the most?
0: Okay, all right, so let's go.
1: I am, it's funny, Last of Us, I thought
0: there was no topping it when we first heard the announcement because I love Last of Us so much. I forgot how much I love original content from Universal Creative. Now that I get to see all the original houses, Last of Us is no longer my most anticipated thing. It's almost because like, I feel like I kind of know what I'm going to get with it. And it's going to be great, I think. But I would say I'm most excited. I'm going to have to go with Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. I'm such a sucker for the lore of this event and the history. This is the history house. I get to see the lore, the origin of the origin of the greatest icon of all time. I get to see the origin of the character who created Jack. And from what I hear, it's just going to be really cool
1: as a Jack fan. Um, so that is my number one, honestly, yeah, this at this is... point. Which may actually work out better. Like no offense to Stranger Things and The Last of Us. Like last of, same. Like last of Us is a fantastic video game, fantastic show. Just very much looking forward to. Also thought that that was going to be my most anticipated. No way going to top that. If it turns out that our our favorites end up being ones that we don't have to wait three hours to see, it that just makes it even better. That's uh, that's
0: kind of what I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping that we can utilize our stay in Scream and we can utilize going very, very late right before the park closes to hit the big, long wait houses, which will be Last of Us and Stranger Things.
1: And the other houses we love might just be shorter wait times. This w- this could work out great. My most anticipated, again, far, it was going to be Last of Us, has very quickly become Doing Dragons Tuesday, I think. Wow. We're both fantasy nerds. Yes, we are. One of us plays D&D way more than the other. If done right... Why I feel like walking through a and d type thing? Yeah, I, no, you're, this, is, this is up there. This is in my top three for sure. Like, I, I have a... Ta- the first tattoo I ever got when I was 18 years old was a dragon, which my mother, who, if she's listening to this podcast, I told for years, I'm when I turned 18, I'm getting a dragon tattoo. And she says, you're afraid of needles. It's never going to happen. And then I came home for dragon tattoo with plans to tell her about it, found the directions, the aftercare instructions in my pocket <laughs> before she saw it oh, and was that. not happy. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, but that... If this house is done well, it's going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, man, it's so weird. I don't even think Last of Us is in my top 3 at this point, which is unbelievable. They're all original. I, if I if I had to put it, I would I would say top 3, we'll go Doctor Oddfellow, I'm going Monsters Unmasked and then I'm going Blood Moon Dark Offerings.
1: Oh, and Yeti of Oh jeez. All right.
0: We'll stick with that. There we'll stick a, with there's that. There's
1: a chance that this I mean, I did not get to experience I didn't experience two houses last year. I'm 100% experiencing all 10 this year. There's not one on this list that I'm like, uh, I don't know about. Like even the odd fellow one, I'm like, okay. Like knowing the history of him and knowing starting into the lore of all this, I'm like, okay. Chucky, I was before I was like, it's a doll that's going to kill people. And now it, it is a doll that's going to kill people. And it's going to be.
0: Yeah. That's a, the difference. It used to be a doll that's going to kill people. Now it's a doll that's going to kill people. <laughs> like the, that, that subtle difference is just going to make it so The fact that he's great.
1: self-aware and be like, what do you mean you're not actually killing people in a house? <laughs> dedicated a, that, it to me. It yeah, Dedicated to me. Killing people. Yeah. I love it. What's your top three? <sighs> Dueling Dragon is number one. Yep. Darkest Deal sounds great. Yes. Like if that, yeah, it does. If, if that's done, like, whole crossroads, not Devil Down Georgia, the because they're not doing Devil, but, like, that could be really cool. I agree. And I, I think the third one has to be Monsters. Wow. This is wild. We are like, two of the biggest Last yeah, of Us like, fans I, you'll ever find. I am so excited to go through that Last of Us house, and I have no doubt that that house is going to be amazing. But I think that's half the that's its issue right is you, that we you know. know the last yeah. of us house. there's no way the last of us house and a stranger things house are not going to be bangers yep but the unknown of these other houses having the possibility to top them not be hold to an ip yeah I want to talk about our least anticipated i think my least anticipated is dr oddfell's only because i don't typically like creepy clown stuff and this may or may not be creepy clown carnival type oh, thing. so it's not it's not that you're not looking forward to it, it's that it actually frightens you Yeah, that is the one. And I'm like, I don't like... Interesting. Okay. But I'm very... Like I said, I'm very interested about the lore aspect of this character now. We've had many conversations about lore and storytelling and... I always just thought like, ah, Tower Nights, they put haunted houses. To know there's an ongoing story makes me more invested in wanting to go every year. It's what bit me. It's uh, uh,
0: the idea that there's a story, uh, such a, I'm a sucker for storytelling and, and lore. And, and this event is just dripping
1: with it this year more more than usual. For sure. Like yeah. I recently found out that Community's Fair has an ongoing lore every year. And I did not know that until last year when we actually sat and watched the main stage show. And like, oh, no, wait, there's a story if, that has continuing every year. I just thought it was the same. Stuff every year and it's not yeah
0: uh king richard's fair is, is our is our local ren fair up here in new england um for those of you who don't know um, that we go to every year because like we said big nerds ren fair every year but yeah my least anticipated house um unfortunately is currently exorcist believer i just don't oh, know yeah, anything I, about it i forgot about that i just don't know anything about it i'm sure the house will be fun like like i said last episode yeah. even the houses i don't like i have a blast going through because it's horror nights and they do such a good job so I'm going to put this on that list. That I'll probably go yeah. go through it and be like, oh, I thought it was fine. But I'm still going to have a blast going through it. But it is my least that anticipated. May,
1: I'm going to have to put that as mine as well. Because okay. I completely forgot that was on our list. We're just looking at it. Yeah, The clown one is one that I'm like, there was a few points last year that Jump Scares got me. And I'm not going to sit down and be like, oh, I'm a big, tough guy. And I didn't get scared. I got scared. This one like is the one that was like, I might legitimately be afraid of it. Yeah. And, and you know, and does that excite you? Because I'm at a point it where... It kind of Like I said, it does because... Also, from learning last year, what my expectations of a house were was versus what it turns out to be can flip on a dime. Absolutely. And I and I, that's something
0: I love. You know, there was some last year that I looked at and I thought, oh, that might be interesting. I don't know if I'm going to like that. I don't really feel that way about and With the exception of Exorcist, because I haven't seen the movie because we can't. There's nothing on this list that I'm not super excited for at this point. And it's just even better because we get to come back and talk about it. Oh, I know. I can't wait. Even have other scares people here. We will we, yep. talk about it regardless. Yeah, I think that's gonna do it for this week's episode. We really hit on everything we wanted to hit on. I think one through ten hype level. Oh, a million! I, I I'm, I'm, this announcement happened yesterday, and I was texting my wife about it because um, she's excited as well. And I texted her, and I said, "I'm literally bouncing off the walls in this
1: apartment. Like I and can't even we, contain my excitement." So there was a group chat that formed with the bachelor party last year that has now since grown to include vast majority of our people, spouses and stuff. You and I both missed this. Yeah. We came late to this party and they were... My phone was blowing up as I'm watching dishes. I'm like, what is going on? And I looked and there's like 40 messages. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. something happened. Yeah. It, the information exploded and I missed it. I was... Uh, I had my
0: phone. I was actually... I was playing a video game. My phone was uh next to me. I didn't hear it going off. And I looked and I was like, oh, I, I saw on uh, on Twitter first, there was an announcement. And I posted it thinking I was the smart guy who had figured out there was one announcement. And... And everyone's like, hey, they've announced all 10 houses. <laughs> and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me.
1: <laughs> so and we, we talked about there being an announcement this week, expecting like to do a podcast about something and then talk a little more speculation. And Universal went, uh, nope, you're going to talk about it all because we're just not waiting anymore. I actually love that they did this. We're, we're five weeks
0: out from the event to the day, if I'm not mistaken. It starts on a Friday or Saturday? Starts on the s- Saturday, right? Night one. Friday. I don't know. You're, I, you're going open weekends. Good so you question. Know. I think, I'm sorry. I, no, yeah, we are, we are, well, yeah. It starts on Friday, so they. I'm fly, it five uh, weeks to the day. Yes. I'm flying out on Thursday night, late. Uh, then Friday night is the first night of the event. I'll be going first night and Saturday. I'll be going the first and second night. Then I'm flying home Sunday, and I fly back the next week with all my friends to experience it with everybody. I can't wait, and yeah. I think that's about it. We'll definitely be talking some other theme
1: park content, not Horror Nights yeah, related very soon. We actually already have recordings in the can that we're going to be posting, but this just happened at a yeah. time frame that we just, we can't wait to talk about it. So for
0: those of you, for those Disney fans, we're coming for you. Don't worry. We have a lot to talk about
1: Disney related. And um, we all, this is Horror Nights episode, but we both will be doing Food and Wine at Epcot when we go down and it will be absolutely be an episode about that when we get back. As well. Absolutely. we We don't,
0: we love Disney as well. This is just it's just Horror Night season, so we got to talk about it. But yeah, Disney's coming up in a big way for us on the ne- next few episodes for sure.
1: Also, thank you to everyone who uh, listened to our first episode. We got a lot of responses from it, and it was it was already nice to do this. And we're like, ah, maybe people listen. And then well, we had a lot of people be like, no, it's actually quite enjoyable, and kind of gave me and Chip a boost to want to do it even more than yeah, we already. Yeah, yeah, Fitz to do it. said it.
0: Anyone who listens, thank you so much. It, we, we're doing this. Um, Just as a passion project, just a hobby. We don't know what to expect out of this, but we're doing it because we love this stuff. We think our excitement for this kind of stuff is infectious. We hope you get excited about it, too. And thank you so much for taking the time to give us a
1: listen. It really means the world to us. Um, Don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Learning to do this, uh, it does seem like Google takes a little while to post versus the other two. They're all auto-set to go, so they all should pop up around the same time. And we're at Chip on Twitter and Instagram. And or just go to fitsandchip.com, which has the links to all our socials because... That's a, that's a thing we did. We made a website. Yeah, so check that out for sure. Thank you so much for listening. It uh, yeah. means the world. And
0: um, I guess fitting for this episode, we will see you in the fog. Take care, everyone.